1: I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. A joint investigation by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times found that robberies, especially armed robberies, were on the rise in the city over the past five months. Robberies increased more between July 1st and Thanksgiving than in any consecutive five-month period in the last 20 years. Now to break down those numbers and to hear the stories of some of the victims, we sat down with the journalists behind that investigation. WBEZ Data Projects editor Alden Lowry and staff reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times, Sophie Sherry. I started off by asking Alden what he was thinking when pouring through this data and what he makes of the 20-year spike.
2: I was uh Somewhat surprised. The numbers certainly looking at them compared to last year were up compared to last few years. The numbers this year were up. Um, but when I started breaking the data down a little bit by, by month, uh, by week, and then ultimately by day, I uh, just noticed that the, the, the numbers seemed to get a lot higher uh, starting in July and then started tabulating. OK, from July to at that point, maybe mid-November and then by, by the time we wrapped up close to the end of November, what did those numbers look like compared to the numbers uh, the five months prior to that? And that's mm-hmm. where we got this 55 percent increase. And then tracking the data back to the beginning of 2001, that was the largest growth between two consecutive five-month yeah. periods. And so I think the thing to take away from, the, from this more than anything else is that it's, a, it's the largest increase that we've seen between two five-month periods as opposed to the largest numbers of robberies that we've seen.
1: And it's part of a larger trend it is, five a, increase. Yes,
2: it is part of a larger trend. We've been trending up, particularly with armed robberies the last couple of years. Uh, but even within that, these last five months, we've seen a particular spike in mm. terms of uh, the number of these uh, these incidents. Taking so
1: off. as you talk about this spike, I, I want to get to the question that a lot of people are wondering, is this cause for us to be alarmed?
2: I would say it is. Um, what I would say, though, is that let's keep in mind what we're actually saying. So we're seeing a a rapid increase in terms of the number of robberies. But robberies have long been a problem in the city of Chicago, and there were years prior where it was even more of a problem. Back in 2001, 15,000 of these robberies taking place. This year, we probably will get uh, close to 10,000, but may not reach 10,000 altogether. So just kind of keeping that context. The other thing, too, is that um, while these robberies have spiked, um you know it's not like there are hundreds of people being robbed every day on average maybe 30 32 35 somewhere in that ballpark our high mark this year i think was around 70 robberies in one day right so uh so so just kind of keeping that in context we're talking roughly about a robbery every 45 minutes somewhere in a city of close to three million people um so again that's not to 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 say that we don't have an issue we do and we're seeing more of it lately um but uh I just want to caution people from thinking that the minute they walk out their front door, someone's going to be waiting uh, to uh, to take something from them.
1: So tell us where these robberies are taking place.
2: These robberies are happening um, all across the city, but in large numbers. They're taking place on the west side of Chicago, uh, in and around the loop. And uh, in some South Side neighborhoods as well. Um, So Austin has by volume the highest number of robberies. Humboldt Park by rate has the highest. That's essentially the number of robberies per 10,000 people is how we measured it. They Mm -hmm. have the highest rate of robberies. East and West Garfield Park are number two and number three during the spike. Uh, But communities close to downtown, like West Town neighborhood, the near West Side, uh, also have large volume of of robberies, um, and uh, the rates are a little higher in terms of comparison to another of other places. But even communities that don't have a large number of robberies during this spike are probably seeing a lot more than they are typically seeing. Mm. Uh, uh, the uh, Pullman community on the far south side: one robbery from February through June, and eleven uh, from July through November. Mm, interesting. Uh, Bridgeport: just seven robberies from February through June, and forty-two from July through
1: I November. Mean, so what is November. what do you make of that?
2: Um, I, I'm I'm not sure what exactly uh, is going on. I mean, uh, you know, crime is one of the hardest things to really kind of put your pulse on.
1: Seems like there's no rhyme or reason to yeah. some of these.
2: I think they're, they're, I think with, with any level of economic crime, economic um, uh, economic uh, kind of status uh, has a, a role in it. Um, but it, it can't completely be explained in that way. When we were looking at uh, during the pandemic, we you know certainly saw this incredible spike in carjackings and we were seeing some other uh, uh, crime categories increase during the pandemic. And that was a very rough time economically for a lot of people. Um, we have kind of come out of that economic malaise to some degree mm-hmm. um, as a city, as a region, as a whole, you know, in- unemployment numbers are down. Um, but there's still parts of the city, there's still parts of the region that are really struggling economically. And so I would say that's probably a, a, a bit of what we're seeing, but um, but why right now is, is, a, is, a, is a bit of a mystery.
1: Sophie, let's bring you in here because you talked to some of the folks directly impacted here. Uh, so tell us, first of all, what struck you about the data that you were looking at?
3: Um, well, in addition to many of the things Alden already touched on, I think what struck me out the data is seeing that many of the community areas that were experiencing increases earlier in this year continued to see these increases over the past five months. Uh, So looking at the Logan Square, Lower West Side, belmont Cragen neighborhoods, those are all now ranking among the top 10 in the city, uh, which for me begs the question, what's sort of being done to address the increases in those specific areas, you know, since we know where they are. uh, And police weren't really able to answer that for us.
1: Hmm. Robbery blitzes are also up, Sophie. What is that? Explain.
3: So this is something we report on quite a bit. Uh, For the purposes of this story, we define this as when three or more robberies are committed within an hour in the same community area. Uh, police will put out a lot of alerts about these. So you'll see on Twitter or social media or in your community groups. Um, and the pattern we've noticed over the past couple of months is this is often groups approaching someone in car or on foot with a weapon, uh, demanding cash and belongings, uh, and then moving on to another block or intersection in that same area.
1: I see. So we're clear, Alden. Is there any sense of what's causing this spike?
2: I wouldn't say, I would say we're not clear. Like, as to the specific reason uh, why we're seeing this happening right now, and to the magnitude that we're seeing that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, people who study uh, uh, you know crime and and, and criminal behavior, uh, you know, they're all over the board in terms of what are some of the things that really drive it. Um, just in terms of the little part of that world that I've been a part of, uh, the thing I would point to, like I said, would be kind of economic factors, but but that mm-hmm. doesn't uh, that doesn't explain away everything.
1: Speaking of economic factors, I, I did notice the biggest. Spike was around the Thanksgiving holiday, right? Which doesn't seem too surprising.
2: No, and, and you know, I would say it was one of the one of the spikes we've had. There was uh, there were kind of rashes of, of, of robbery totals uh, in September, and, uh, and then in October in in particular, and then yeah, we saw uh, sixty uh, robberies take place on that Sunday uh, after Thanksgiving, uh, which I think might have been the second highest single day total uh, this year. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, the holiday times uh, and, you know, again, this is anecdotally speaking, but it's a time where a lot of people feel economic pressures. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so uh, in the month of December, I think, is also a month that people will need to be very thoughtful about, you know, their right. surroundings and so on and so forth.
1: Sophie, let's hear about uh, the, the victim stories that uh, you write about. Tell us about Jeremiah Watson. I remember you mentioned him getting six stitches after being robbed.
3: Yeah, so Jeremiah was uh, walking to a gas station in his neighborhood in late October. It was a little after midnight um, when a group approached him at gunpoint. He was beat up, um, hit across the face with the weapon, and robbed of the cash he had on him. He had to go to the hospital where he received six stitches, uh, three around each eye. Um, he... Like Jeremiah said, and many others, this happened sort of within a, what felt like a matter of seconds. He hasn't received any update from police. And while he returned to the scene with our photographers um, and to speak with us a bit about this, in general, he's been trying his best to sort of stay inside. Unfortunately, as I said, this incident did occur in his neighborhood in a gas station he frequents. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than going out to school in the morning, he tries to be indoors after dark. And he hasn't really heard any updates from police about if this particular group of individuals that mugged him has been caught um which just sort of heightens his fear of being outside right now
1: yeah you also spoke with a woman named emily who was robbed outside her apartment in Westtown. now she ended up recovering some of her stolen possessions but what happened there
3: Right. Emily was robbed um, along with her roommates outside her Westtown apartment, which, as we spoke of, is one of those areas um, seeing a bit of an increase percentage-wise. Individuals took purses, wallets, a fanny pack, I believe, as well as a makeup bag. They had just returned from a trip, so were outside with some suitcases um, and other items. Uh, Emily and her roommates actually ended up getting everything returned with the exception of the cash. Um, Which is an interesting trend we've noticed in a lot of the victims I spoke to, which, again, just points to the difficulty of trying to decipher these trends and make sense of the motives. Um, There was another individual, uh, John, who was robbed alongside his girlfriend, and there was actually essentially no financial loss in that incident. It was obviously incredibly traumatic for him, but... Individuals took his phone and wallet, and phone and wallet, along with cards, were found a couple blocks away.
2: Mm -hmm. No
1: money had been spent. Wow! And so, is there a particular time of day that these are happening more frequently than others, Alden? Well,
2: generally speaking, the evening hours, the early morning hours, are the hours when more robberies occur Um, during this spike. uh, You know, midnight to two a.m. 3 to 6 a.m. Uh, but
1: generally and 6 p.m. to 6 a.m.
2: Generally, you know, generally 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Are, are when folks are out there. There was this you know, interesting spike also in the noon hour. So you're not necessarily um, uh, uh, completely protected uh, during the middle of the day. Um, but uh, but certainly more of these robberies occur, occur at night. Uh,
1: Sophie, talk to us about the off-duty officer who uh, was robbed of his badge and gun. Did that recently happen?
3: Yeah, so this happened over that, uh, or sorry, at the very end of that Thanksgiving weekend that we've spoken about, um, Alden mentioned that Sunday, um, we saw one of the highest daily totals for robberies um, that we've seen over the past couple months. Uh, This was on the northwest side, and an off-duty probationary officer actually was robbed of his Um, gun badge and star and this was also a part of one of those sort of robbery blitzes that we discussed um, where the same group of individuals uh, targeted a few more areas in that community that evening
2: so what can we do to protect ourselves alden uh, well, Chicago police and their tip sheets and in some of the community alerts uh, advise people to really be aware of their surroundings. And so uh, they advise people not to you know, kind of sit in their car for a prolonged period of time. As Sophie mentioned, a number of people have actually been robbed while they're sitting in their car. Mm-hmm. It also means really kind of having your head on a swivel to some degree. Um, so not being kind of stuck on your phone or you know distracted in some other ways just really kind of being uh being aware uh they also talk about you know kind of traveling in groups um and so if you're by yourself you're more likely you're more vulnerable uh, although even uh, as as sophie also mentioned there you know there's a a couple that was approached um uh and then you know just kind of not taking your time getting to wherever it is that you need to go um get
1: from point a to point b so in the moment, though, in the process, how do we respond if we are being robbed? And, and I'm talking about during and after,
2: yeah. really. Well, police say that uh, you shouldn't resist, um, that your your safety and your life are more important than what is being uh, asked or what is being taken from you. Um, uh, complying, uh, getting out of the moment as quickly as you can, uh, and then calling 911 immediately. While the robbery is taking place, they say to, to take stock of what you can in terms of physical descriptions, Uh, And any information about vehicles, uh, since many of these robberies are occurring with people fleeing in a vehicle and the license plate number, that that information can be very helpful. And it's the backbone of those community alerts. That's Mm -hmm. how they can identify, you know, that these same groups of individuals are attacking more than one person at some point. Um, And then, uh, you know, if someone approaches to help uh, that has has witnessed it, uh, that also um, uh, getting their contact information, uh, calling 911 and reporting what you know to the police uh, as quickly as you can.
1: You've been sifting through these numbers for a long time, Alden, but I'm curious what questions still remain for you.
2: Well, the, 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 of course, the big question is the one that we're, we're, we're all searching for, and that's, you know, what are the motivations? Um, what is happening? Are there uh, are there warning signs when we can kind of essentially say, you know, people are going through a hard time right now. This is a time maybe when we really have to think about it. The other thing is I, I think about are these, these blitzes and um, – through some of the community alerts, um, they last over several hours. And I wonder if there is a way almost to kind of develop a predictive model, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you see a couple of these things happen, you've been alerted can you potentially respond and know exactly where to respond as a police department to capture these people? Maybe you won't get them in their first two or three, but maybe you can get them on their sixth or seventh robbery. Yeah. Um, and uh, so those are, those are questions that I have. Uh, one of the alerts uh, was interesting by the, locations, you could they were literally driving down 79th Street from uh, one part of town, uh, the western side of town to the eastern side of town, and they committed a string of maybe about seven or eight robberies. But they really didn't deviate from 79th Street. Interesting. And so that's an example of one of those ones where, you know, hey, if you can figure this out early, maybe you can you can capture these folks before they're done. Yeah,
1: well, leave us with this, Sophie. I mean, what else can you share about CPD's response to, to this surge and any precautions The department may be taking
3: so cpd is enhancing their efforts they say Um, they tell us they're focusing on strategic deployments um which would mean you know where we're placing beat cars and officers throughout the city Um, they also say they're leveraging technology um, those are their words uh to better address and you know investigate these crimes but they really didn't provide too many further details on that uh, they tell us the, the Bureau of Patrol and detectives are meeting weekly to sort of analyze and look into these trends, but couldn't share many insights from those conversations yet. Um, they do report that there's been an increase in arrests since July when they compared to the same period last year. Um, so it is something that they're aware of, uh, this sort of increase in July. But again, like many others, they can't really point us in a direction of what may be driving
1: this increase. And we'll leave it there for now. That is Sophie Sherry, staff reporter for The Sun-Times and WBEZ Data Projects editor Alden Lowry talking about their joint investigation into the increase in robberies here in the city. More online at WBEZ.org. This episode of Reset was produced by Landon Jones and it was edited by Linnea Dominic and Max Lubbers. Did you like this episode of the podcast? Well, there are many more conversations to explore. Our full catalog of interviews lives on our show webpage, wbez.org slash reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk again soon.
0: Thanks for
2: listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ
0: stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.